Hi everyone, I'm Annika and this is the Tried and Truth Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Tried and Truth Podcast. Thanks for joining me here. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. This podcast is all about bringing you all the people that I wish I had sooner in my life, in life, in business, and everything in between. So you'll get to hear from mentors and guests and friends and experts and all kinds of just inspiring professionals and people and humans who are just here to come alongside of you and encourage you, inspire you, equip you and give you that courage to just faithfully do that next step or just be faithful to where you are right now. So, so glad that you're here. Let's dive into today's episode with a few questions to ask yourself. Have you felt any feelings of maybe inadequacy or bitterness or guilt um, lately? Or do you feel like you have reached your tipping point? Maybe it's right now and that's why you're here. And if that's the case, I'm so glad you are because we're about to help you kind of break through this point. Or maybe you know someone around you who has reached their tipping point. And lastly, are you striving towards something, feeling exhausted, feeling burnt out? Are, are you taking very like healthy, wholesome steps towards something that you're working towards? Because so many of these answers to these questions are rooted in this unrealistic level of expectations that we have either imposed on someone else or imposed on ourselves. And there, a lot of it is just coupled with this feeling or this pursuit of perfectionism that I think so many people, especially women, struggle with. Um, we as a society have created what I like to call a toxic cocktail. Everyone keeps ordering this toxic cocktail, and it has created these really unhealthy relationships with perfectionism and productivity. And what's mixed in this cocktail is these views that tell us that our performance and our outcomes are tied to our worth and value, that that is where they stem from. It's kind of also mixed with this view of failure that says, when you fail, it's a reflection of who you are. You are a failure or you are not enough. And then we open up this screen that allows these certain voices in our heads to flood us with this cocktail. We create this incredibly distorted view of ourselves and we hop on this hamster wheel of, of striving. We find ourselves exhausted, defeated, convinced that we're feeling or convinced that we're behind or, or we're inadequate. And in our, you know, unfortunately, if we're not rooted deeply enough in our humanity and in, in who we are and our current reality or circumstances, we elevate these expectations of ourselves to these very unrealistic levels. Sometimes we shame ourselves. We get burdened by that overwhelming feeling of how we just don't measure up. Or maybe we find ourselves in this full-on panic attack. So as we pursue this place of almost like perfectionism, I wrote this quote down a while back that this speaks perfectly to, and I want to share this with you. It says, an attachment to being perfect reflects this lack of self-compassion and wisdom. That failure to embrace this humanity of ours with its joys, its sorrows, and imperfection, it leads to this rigid sense of self that shatters easily when we miss our goals. And I don't know if that hits home for you, but that has many times hit home for me. And so much of this stems from, like I said, these unhealthy roots that have created our our goals, our ambitions, our our pursuits, or our desires. They've shaped them in a very interesting way. Um, A lot of times is not a good way. There's like this paradox that happens when we talk about expectations. Like they It's crazy that they can challenge us and they can shame us. Maybe they motivate us and yet they exhaust us. But I like to look at it as like what I learned in every single class in graduate school, in the business world, like it always is, it depends, right? It depends on that route. It depends on the lens by which we set these expectations or we set these standards for ourselves, our homes, our classrooms, our families, our business. You know, if we take a step back, I just want to start by saying 
it is okay to desire growth or to create a business and want it to be really successful or to want to be a great leader, a great mom, um, or have a great business. It's okay to have those high expectations or standards in your home or your work life. But it's really about finding that healthy equilibrium or our roots are so deeply planted that we can embrace our current reality and yet continue to understand our gifts and our desires and allow that grace and growth to really meet us there. I had Susie Moore on the podcast a while back. She is a best-selling author. She's a celebrity life coach. Uh, But one of the things in her book that had stuck out to me so much and we talk about in that episode is this quote that really launched her into writing a book called Let It Be Easy. But she said that she found herself saying, I am creating stress so successfully all by myself. And I think too often we all find ourselves in that place. I mean, I highlighted that in the book. It was like, yes, I do this. We all do this. We create stress so successfully all by ourselves by creating these unrealistic expectations for our lives. Two stories really come to mind for me when I talk about this that both have nothing to do with any type of formal goal sheet or or work. Um, One of them is when we first moved to Denver. We had, I was eight months pregnant. I worked until the day we moved. We get there. We have our second son. I've got two kids in diapers going through all the first weeks of motherhood. My husband's starting a new job. Just total new season for us. And then I found that when the kids were napping, I felt like I had this two-hour window or maybe one-hour window moment in time where I felt like I've got to be productive. I've got to be accomplishing something. I, I have time. And so I started trying to create, which sounds so funny hindsight, but I wanted to create this swaddle. I didn't like my kids' swaddle. And so I bought a sewing machine. I binge watch YouTube videos, figuring out how to make it work. I contacted all these like places in China and tried to figure out what local artists could design all these things. And I literally like lost my mind. Like the question I asked at the beginning is a question I've had to ask myself. Was there like anger or guilt or all these things? And I found myself feeling those emotions of guilt that I wasn't resting or doing the things I should be doing in my house. At the same time, I felt this anger that my kids woke up too soon. I didn't get to finish my project. And And I found that same cycle happen again when the kids went back off to school last year and feeling like now I have all this time. And my husband and I, we launched a business. I was doing some consulting work, started a podcast. I mean, we had a lot of irons and a lot of fires and just felt like I was trying to really capitalize on any moment in time to be quote unquote productive or effective. And yet these were very unrealistic expectations and I found myself missing out on a lot of things, which has since required, you never saw the swaddle that came out for a reason. (laughs) Or we never, you know, we pulled back this business that we launched for this specific moment in time. We just really felt like this is not a, a realistic expectation and I don't have to always be productive by the world's standards so to speak. I was trying to do programs and get healthy and all these things when the kids went back. And it's like that. You can't do all of those things. There is a time to just step back and kind of be where you are. And this lesson in all of this is just that like we're these finite beings and we can't do it all. And yes, like we have unlimited potential, but we also have limited capacity and limitations. All those things that we've always done, maybe it was back in our 20s or pre-kids, we can't do all those things anymore. Like we, we are changed. We are a little more tired. We're a little older, uh, maybe a little wiser, some of you, <laughs> but we have limitations. And we also have desires and dreams, but a lot of those things, like we can't do all of the things we want to do one day right now. 
I had Monica Swanson on the podcast early on um, last year. If you haven't picked up her book, Boy Mom, and you're a boy mom or you know someone who's a boy mom, absolutely love her book. I've listened to it and read it so many times. But one of the things that she talks about in just her own professional pursuits was that there is always a cost. There's always a cost to chasing that dream and, and taking those big steps towards something Right now, there's always a cost to going and trying to meeting someone else's expectations. So really asking yourself, like, what is this really worth to you? There's this lens by which we should be approaching our goals or our work, our home, our families. This lens that really helps us filter out the things that don't align with our values, the things we say are important, or that bigger picture for our lives. So a tip is that you've got to know your limits and also... Know the limits of others, like what makes them tick? What motivates them? Where are they coming from? We wanna help those around us set high standards or support people towards achieving those high goals and, and achieve those things. But to do it successfully, it takes very honest relationships, good, true relationships, good communication, but really this deep level of understanding of ourselves but also of other people, like their education, their experience, their knowledge, like that difference between my expectations and high expectations and figuring out where can we bridge that gap in a very realistic place. For moms, you're not in the exact stage as other moms. So I want to just sidetrack for anyone who is a mom that's listening. Know that you're doing really great things where you are and that you don't always have to maximize nap time rather than giving yourself moments of rest or my favorite that's like the worst thing ever is like, you got to bounce back. Like that is a terribly unrealistic term after having kids. You're not going to bounce back. You are changed. You are transformed. You are a new person with an additional human in your home. It is okay to just to rest and to simply be a mom. I love what there's, there's a guest on this season in the podcast, um, Mary McConville, and she just talks about reimagining motherhood, right? Just reimagine it. It's not going to be the way it's always been. Like it's okay to rest and sometimes to just simply be a mom, whether that's a mental retreat, reading a book. This goes for you if you're not even a mom. Simply enjoying doing things sometimes that seem incredibly unproductive with friends or with your kids. And one of the beautiful things that I have learned through having this podcast is talking to people that are the experts, like they're doing all the things. And what I have learned is they have lots of people helping do all the things. <laughs> and a lot of them, if they're really amazing at one thing, maybe it's like the area of expertise that we're having them on talking about, and you want to be better at those things, I just want to encourage you that many of those people do that for a living. Like it is their one thing. It's what puts food on the table. So really give yourself some some grace and a little bit of just cushion in those places. That productivity that we're, we're seeking it doesn't always mean outcomes. It doesn't mean that we have to prove something to our spouse that we can keep it all together, or prove to our boss that we're fully capable or that we're responsible and reliable, or you know, prove to whoever that we can do all the things. Like that causes this burnout and striving and exhaustion. Think of it in light of like a meaningful life and not necessarily a worldly life. Like that's what true productivity is. Because there's very few times where you actually have to prove your work or show your work. Most of our days aren't applying for college or applying for a job so we can show all the ways that we're qualified or, or turning in an assignment to prove we're capable of it. There's really nothing that you need to be proving. 
I love though, I will say this, what the book of Proverbs says, that a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. So keep dreaming or aiming for those things that are super meaningful to you. But keeping that perspective and know that you don't always have to be taking elephant bites towards your dreams. Like sometimes those mouse-sized bites can really add up too and can be completely sufficient right now to be able to keep those dreams alive. And in earlier episodes, I talk about kind of these appetizers or these appetizers to these dreams fulfilled. Um, So those expectations that any of us are setting are often driven by this desire to be successful, whether that's in our careers, our marriage, our parenting, our business. So if you're setting an expectation in order to create a successful life, I want to challenge you with this today. In an episode I did with, with Ruth Jo Simons, I loved her definition of success. She said it's simply being faithful. And I just love the simplicity in that. Basically right here with what you have, just being faithful to that. There's so much deep peace that comes from that. And I kept thinking of like that compounding effect of these micro acts of just being present and being faithful to where you are. That has really, really encouraged me. And I hope it really does the same for you. So when you're setting these expectations or when you feel like, okay, I'm angry or there's a tipping point or frustrated or I'm burnt out, I want you to kind of go back to where's that expectation stemming from. And then so asking yourself, like, what is the ultimate goal? And how does that align with what you claim to be important? And then following that up with what is realistic for right now? And how do I create support around that? Like what distractions do I need to move or remove? What clarity do I need to put in that communication? What barriers do I need to kind of remove so that I can step foot into that? So today, just breathe a little deeper, mix that up with a little more compassion and kindness. And yes, you can keep the ambition in, in that cocktail that you're mixing up as well, but find freedom and keep more than just margin. I want you to really think about how you can trade your striving for just steps of faithfulness where you are and like with being present with what's before you. So before we walk away, I want to leave you with today's truths and takeaways in case you missed any of them. Number one, keep dreaming big and pursuing excellence, but more importantly, keep the right perspective, stay rooted and present to what is before you right now. Number two, there's always a cost. What's it really worth? Number three, ask for wisdom and find accountability, whether that's with your spouse or your friend, and just knowing when it's okay to take those mouse size versus elephant size bites. Number four, remember that just as we're humans, so are those around us. Like that difference between my expectations versus high expectations and coming alongside others to achieve those. And lastly, success comes through micro moments of faithfulness. So thanks for tuning in to today's episode. I hope this has been encouraging for you and would love for you to go share this with a friend or leave some feedback on the podcast. And until next time.